Welcome to the Global Missions Inc. podcast. Today's episode features Nathaniel Swan with a message called Vaccinations and Biblical Principles. I just uh, have appreciated uh, last night and tonight especially too, there isn't anything that we need more than the flow of the Holy Spirit, that time of refreshing that that the Bible said would come from the Lord as we... uh, as we look at ourselves, as we examine ourselves, as we uh, break up the follow ground. And, uh, you know, we, we have been called to be in Christ, to be fully in Christ. That the gift that we've been given is that nature, that beauty of Christ. But uh, tonight, I want to talk about the vac- about vaccinations. I know there's a lot of angst a lot of uh, stress, a lot of concern about it, and I'd like to talk about the the uh, COVID vaccinations, but the whole area of, of uh, Christians and and medications and Christians taking medical interventions. It's it's a big area. There's many many voices, and uh, number one, of course, our first resource is always God. Um, but I'd just like to, to talk uh, in, in 1 Timothy 1, 3 to 7, um, Paul is there and he says, As I besought thee to abide still at Ephesus when I went into Macedonia, that thou mightest charge some that they teach no other doctrine, neither give heed to fables and endless genealogies, which minister questions rather than godly edifying, which is in faith, so do. Now the end of the commandment is charity or love out of a pure heart. We've heard about that tonight already. And of a good conscience and of faith unfeigned, from which some having swerved have turned aside into vain janglings, desiring to be teachers of the law, understanding neither what they say nor whereof they affirm. And uh, Paul's just talking here about the vision that our brother just shared with us, the vision that we have been given the, the growing together to be the body of Christ, growing into unity with God and with Christ. That's, that's the important thing. Now, if I have an office in the church, uh, I should feel liberty to take this vaccine or liberty not to take it. But at the same time, I have to realize that I should not seek to influence those around me one way or the other. The Bible outlines in the New Testament the doctrines that are part of the church. And we've been hearing about those for the last two nights. And these include salvation, baptisms, communion, tithing of the coming judgment. And it's laid out clear in Hebrews there. We who have an office in the church should only preach and promote this vision, this apostolic church doctrine that we've been given and not bring in the other ideas and philosophies as this scripture that I read just states. We need to stick to the vision God has given us. There are many claims, there's many ideas, many voices that are competing for our attention, and many seem to be authentic, but God is clear in the scripture. We're not to struggle with the darkness, but we're to 
put on the armor of God. We're to let our light shine. The love, the grace, the faith, and the truth that comes through Jesus Christ and is Jesus Christ. The Bible is also clear. The battle is not ours, but it is the Lord's. And our brother has clearly laid out what our part is in this. Uh, we are to put on the armor of God, yes, but we are ministers of reconciliation. We're to flow with the anointing. We are look, to look, to forgive, to love each other, to forbear each other, to encourage each other, to, to comfort, to edify, to, to uh, encourage and lift up, build up each other. You know, what we speak doesn't determine our fate. Jesus said, uh, we cannot even turn one hair of our head, white or black. Now, of course, we can with, you know, what we have nowadays, but it's not permanent, is it? But God is, it was talking through Jesus Christ about permanency, that we can't change, but, and what we speak doesn't change, doesn't determine whether we succeed or fail, but what God speaks over our life, what God speaks over us does and we need to walk in faith. Ephesians 2 and 8 says, but you are saved by, you are saved by grace, are you saved through faith, and that not of yourself. It is a gift of God. The faith that produces the power of God is a gift. Faith in God, we're to have faith in God, helps us to walk faithfully and true. But only the faith of God can heal and deliver. We have to look to our faith, our faith in God, to bring us in humility to that faith of God, that even a grain of it will move a mountain. Hebrews 11 and 1 says, Now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. We can see in these verses that, that uh, faith in God brought these saints to the place where the faith of God took over completely and changed the course of God's people, changed their lives because the anointing of God brought that faith of God to make changes that were miraculous in the lives of Israel, in the lives of these saints who went before us. And I've personally known people who, to whom God gave that kind of faith for their situation. And though many in, in the church uh, were maybe skeptical, God delivered these people according to their faith. Now, I think that uh, we need to, re to reverence the faith that God gives to those people, but that's a gift. And we uh, shouldn't take our stand on certain things, but if God gives us his faith to do and to stand, that's wonderful. But uh, let us honor our brothers and sisters and let them do and stand in the measure of faith God has given them. And it talks about ministering according to the measure of faith in the scripture. But in regard to uh, vaccinations, many countries now require vaccination certificate, an international certificate of vaccination for yellow fever, polio, or meningitis to enter. And these countries will probably just add having proof of COVID vaccination to the list. 
And for, you know, brethren like we are who do traveling, it has been our practice over the many years that we've traveled to just automatically get these vaccinations that are required. Whether or not we get vaccinated is a personal decision that each individual has to make. And um, maybe there's some things to consider. And uh, I'll just mention some of these things. Um, it might be a condition of your job requirement that you get a vaccination and that vaccination will be mandatory. If you don't get a vaccination, you don't get the job. It might be a, the condition, as I mentioned, of getting on a flight and that you have to prove you've been vaccinated to produce the certificate, no vaccination, no flight. Participation in certain activities such as sports or close contact activities may require a proof of vaccination, um, no vaccination, no participation. So um, at the same time, we should not sit in judgment of those who decide to get the vaccination or who refuse to get the vaccination. That's a personal decision. And there might be some instances, and there have been, where uh, people have um, maybe allergies or different reasons why they cannot get vaccinated. We should uh, pass this information on to our flock about uh, this, making sure that we do not influence them one way or another, because that is um, a personal decision. I just like to read in 1 Corinthians 8, 1 to 13. Now as touching things offered unto idols, we know that we all have knowledge. Knowledge puffeth up, but charity or love edifieth. And if any man think he knoweth anything, he knoweth nothing yet as he ought to know. But if any man love God, the same is known of him. As concerning, therefore, the eating of uh, those things that are offered in sacrifice unto idols, we know that an idol is nothing in the world, and that there is none other God but one. For though there be, for though there are that are called gods, whether in heaven or earth, as uh, there be gods many and lords many, but to us there is but one God, one Father, of whom are all things, and we in him, and one Lord Jesus Christ, by whom are all things things, and we by him. Albeit there is not in every man that knowledge, for some with conscience of the idol unto this hour eat it as a thing offered to an idol, and their conscience being weak is defiled, but meat commendeth us not to God. For neither if we eat are we better, neither if we eat not are we the worse. But take heed, lest by any means this liberty of yours <clears throat> become a stumbling block to them that are weak. <clears throat> or if any man see thee which hast knowledge sit at meat in an idol's temple, shall not the conscience of him which is weak be emboldened to eat those things offered, and through thy knowledge shall the weak brother perish for whom Christ died. But when ye sin so against the brethren and wound their weak conscience, ye sin against Christ, Wherefore, if meat make my brother to offend, I will eat no flesh while the world standeth, lest I make my brother offend. 
something similar is in Romans chapter 14. But I want to point out to you this. But meat commendeth us not to God, for neither if we eat are we better, neither if we eat not are we the worst. You can put anything you want in there from the things of this world. Having, taking the vaccine doesn't matter to God. If you take the vaccine, you're not better spiritually. And if you don't take it, you're not worse spiritually is what it's saying. But don't put a stumbling block in front of your brother. It's this scripture is developed as delivering to us a, many, a message about wounding our brother or our sister by our choices. The Christ that called us, the Christ that died for us, the Christ that reconciled us to God, left everything and came into the earth and was made a man. And as a man suffered the most despicable death that a Jewish man could suffer for you and for me. Being a Christian is not about standing on uh, some uh, feeling or, or, or idea that you have, but it's about standing on Jesus Christ. It's about considering your brother and sister. It's about doing what is best for them before yourself. And like Paul says here about not eating, if, if I'm going to cause anxiousness in someone who is my brother and my sister, then I'll do what I have to, uh, to not do that. Let us seek the faith of God for life and health and his kingdom. But most of all, let us seek to be filled with the love of God. In Corinthians chapter 13, we've heard about the love of God tonight. It says that God's love beareth all things, believeth all things, hopeth all things, and endureth all things. It actually incorporates or contains both faith and hope. That is why this chapter ends by saying there remains faith, hope, and love, but the greatest of these is love. It is God's love that was manifest through Jesus Christ. It is God's love that God is looking to manifest through you and through me, not just to us as brothers and sisters, as we've been told tonight, not just to forbear and to love one another and to put each other first, but to have that message given to those around us who don't believe as yet. By this shall all men know, ye are my disciples by the love that you have one for another. Brothers and sisters, that is what we're to press toward. The mark of the high calling of God in Christ Jesus. What was that? Jesus said to Philip, if you've seen me, you've seen the Father. Because the love of God radiated from him. He wasn't anything he didn't speak his own words or do his own works he was invisible oh we need the spirit of god we need to pray for each other we need to pray for the church 
because the church is under attack. All around us, there are voices, Christian voices, who are wanting to take a stand and to sway us, but our only hope is to hide in Christ Jesus, to hide in the Spirit of God and let it flow out. Let us have liberty to do what we feel, but let us not feel that taking the vaccine or not taking the vaccine will do anything for our Christianity because it won't. God has one purpose for us to manifest Christ, Christ in us, the hope of glory. Let us put aside anything else. Let us get that vision as we've been told tonight, have that vision burn in our hearts and in our minds. Let's just encourage one another and love each other. Let everything else fade away. If you would like more information about the moving of God's Spirit or resources for your spiritual life, please visit our website at www.globalmissionsinc.org.